0: Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and transformation coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones, blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. As a nutritionist and a weight loss coach, believe me when I say I've seen a few crash and burn weight loss diets. Okay, okay, so I've seen way too many to count. Over restricting, going ham in, in the gym all day, every day, obsessive calorie and macro counting, only to be burned out and exhausted and ready to bend out on the couch after a long day at work. It's no fun. As excited as you are the first week of a new program or diet, if not done right, you'll stay on the doomed weight loss hamster wheel forever, which is why I'm hosting a free live training. And in this free training, we're covering it all. How to identify your food triggers and how to work through them so that you don't fall victim to the emotional eating, binging anymore. Three actionable strategies for your food to jumpstart your weight loss without overwhelming yourself in the kitchen or the gym. And the one thing missing on your weight loss journey that is so often overlooked, but is incredibly important in order to maintain the progress you make and how to avoid falling off the wagon for good. Plus you get a free seven day fall meal plan for showing up live created by yours truly. So Take a pause in this episode, click the link below in the show notes and save your seat because trust me when I say you do not want to miss this. All right. Did you do it? I'm serious. Pause me now. Okay. Back to the episode. What's up ladies and welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. As always, I hope your week was exactly what you needed it to be. If you needed to get some shit done, I hope you did that. If you needed to rest and do absolutely freaking nothing, I hope you did that. So this week, I wanted to talk all things complicated. And if we're talking complications, you know dang well we're talking weight loss because it's complicated, right? Goals as simple as wanting to see your ab lines can be as difficult as losing your first 20 pounds. And in my years of coaching, I've seen the frustration of the complicated, the breakdowns, the stops, the rolling stop, which means the slow fall off as each week passes and those new habits begin to die a slow death. And worst of all, the self-doubt. The lack of belief that you can actually do the thing you set out to do physically, mentally, and environmentally. Lose the weight, change the negative self-talk, or create and stick to a routine that serves you each day can feel, well, impossible. But why? Well, our schedules, our kids, our medical history, our laziness, our lack of motivation, the list goes on and on. So what happens is we complicate the steps. We tell ourselves that it's too hard. It's too complicated, that we're hardwired to be the way that we are forever. But I can tell you right now, that isn't the case because weight loss isn't complicated. We are. We complicate the steps. We complicate the action. We complicate the results with our expectations, with our rules, with our negative self-belief, with our rushed timelines. And so then we tell ourselves it all isn't possible and it's simply not true. Now, disclaimer, for some people it is. There are obstacles medically that make things like weight loss and even habit change really difficult for others. PCOS, ADHD, diabetes, thyroid problems. Many women are struggling or have struggled deeply with eating disorders or body dysmorphia. This episode, however, is not wheeled in that area of expertise and is more so for the woman who doesn't have any of these underlying conditions and is more so struggling with her mindset, her habits, her past, but it's not necessarily complicated by a medical diagnosis. So I do want to throw that in there because although I do work with clients who have PCOS, diabetes, and sometimes even struggle with their body image, as most women do, I also know that I am not a jack of all trades and can only help clients peel back a layer or two, but not the full onion, meaning I am not an expert in everything. I know to stay in my wheelhouse and only coach and teach things I do know for the women that it has worked for. So again, I just wanted to throw that in there because for everyone else you know, weight loss isn't as complicated as we've created it to be. The complications are almost always fueled by our expectations. Expecting to get results in a specific timeline, expecting to change our entire body shape with the workout program, expecting to never backslide, have a rough week, expecting bad habits to never resurface, expecting to hit every milestone on time and without troubleshooting. So then... When our journey doesn't go as planned, because it never does, we blame ourselves. We blame the programs. We blame our parents for the eating habits. We blame society. We blame the cousin that seems so perfect and always has their life together. But it always boils down to our expectations. So something I try to set my clients up for as they enter my program is this set goals, not expectations. Striving for something and expecting something are two very different things. And it can sometimes get confusing because when you're manifesting something, when you're setting your intentions, you want to expect yourself to hit the goal or to hit the intention that you've set. But there is a fine line because it can so often sour our experience because what happens is we don't celebrate what we did accomplish. I can't tell you how many times my clients set you know, a 10-pound goal, and they spiraled because they might have only lost five or six pounds when the check-in came. They focused so heavily on what didn't change and for not a single moment appreciated their body for the work it did put in. This is something I'm very avid about helping my clients through, and doing this work can completely change someone's experience inside my program, one- But in their own journeys, which is most important, same with things like creating a morning routine, the first week with a new routine is always the best, literally always the best, because that is when motivation and excitement are the highest, but it can also be the hardest. Waking up a little earlier, doing foreign things like meditating, journaling, listening to podcasts, taking a walk before the kids wake up can feel straight up weird. And for some reason, it's really easy to trick ourselves into thinking that it's not supposed to feel weird, off or hard at first, that because these habits are good habits, air quotes, they won't be fighting with our old habits or our bad habits, that they're supposed to just make our lives feel good and easy, but it doesn't always happen that way. Actually go in depth in another podcast episode on habit change, episode 18, I believe, which I talk about the very first step in creating a better habit is self-awareness. That's a really great episode. So if you have some time today, give that a listen. And so we create yet another expectation about how we're supposed to feel when we create change, vow to hit a goal, vow to create a new lifestyle. And when the everyday actions don't live up to or measure up to that, we blame ourselves and we give up and we're back at square one. And I want to begin to change this for you. And I want you to begin to want to change this for yourself because I'll be real friend. Weight loss isn't complicated. There's nothing complicated about grocery shopping, cleaning up our diet, adding in a little more movement, setting new goals. The complications come in when we expect never to crave another piece of cheesecake once we've started a new diet. The complications come in when we expect to always feel like grocery shopping. The complications come in when we expect to always feel like working out or that it won't sometimes just straight up suck. The complications come in when we expect our bad habits won't be competing with our new habits some days, especially when we're out of the honeymoon phase with a new program or diet we're trying. When you expect that things will get hard, when you expect that one day eating your favorite desserts will be all you want to do and that you can do it, when you expect that sometimes you're going to not feel like working out and that's okay, When you expect that sometimes life will throw you a straight up curveball and you'll forget to eat in general, let alone work out and stick to a routine, will happen. Your weight loss journey becomes a hell of a lot less complicated, less anxiety, less failed milestones, less self doubt. And so this week, I want to remind you that the life That is worth living, the goal that is worth hitting, the routine that is worth creating is not complicated. It will feel difficult, it will feel foreign sometimes, but the actions themselves are not hard. It's our expectations around them. So change them. Set yourself up for wins, knowing that you aren't going to be perfect. But you are going to celebrate the steps you're taking, regardless of how small and insignificant they feel at times. Because when you do that, when you do that, you inch your way closer to living the life you want in the body you're working on with the habits to match without all the pressure and self-inflicted failure. Your goals are possible. Your dreams are possible. The habits, the routine, the new and improved version of you are all possible. Drop your expectations, set your goals, but break them down to be doable, concise, allow yourself to pick up and gain momentum, and then celebrate your wins no matter how small they feel to you. I promise you, these are the shifts that matter, and it's possible for you to create them. I hope you do. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.